I'm Tierra Drake and I'm the founder of Girls on Another Level. In a nutshell, Girls on Another Level aims to progressively empower women who are a catalyst for success. It is my mission to highlight African American women who are well established in their careers. What is needed are inspiring and real stories from women who have experienced things and can help guide other young women on their desired career path. My passion is to explore women's stories and what it really takes for women to be successful. The goal is to elevate and inspire the minds of women while they navigate their journey to a beneficial future. With the voice God gave me, I am committed to helping others become a girl on another level. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Girls on Another Level. So from last week, you know, I said I'm not really doing so much of the the scriptures from the Bible, um, but still doing quotes and encouraging things for the beginning of my episodes. And so I have been doing my daily affirmations. Um, if you didn't catch last week's episode, um, I have a daily affirmation set for myself each day of the week. Um, and so I do have alarms set for me to repeat that three times um, throughout the day, just so it can resonate with me. I can truly believe it. Um, and just to kind of wrap up and not repeat everything from last week. But you know, sometimes you have those days where you're not really feeling it. Um, and you're just saying the words just because it's on paper. And from there, that's when I, I pray before I speak the affirmation, you know, just asking God to pull my strength um, and, and just pull that power um, behind what I'm saying. Um, that way I can believe it. And so, um, you know, the, the purpose of this podcast is, yes, to inspire the minds of women, you know, as they navigate their journey to a beneficial future. But, you know, let's be real about it. There are good days, bad days, tough times. And right now, I think I am just transitioning into a season where it's really my alone season, my healing season. Um, and, and things have been tough, um, you know, not going into detail, but it, it's been tough. Um, and, and this time, I'm really trying to change my mindset around when things aren't working out um, and really just being able to say, hey, this is the season that I'm in for the moment. You know, it's building me up. I'm getting stronger, wiser, gaining a lot of experience from this tough season. So when it's over and my next battle comes, I'll be prepared. I'll I'll be ready for it, you know. And so that's that's my mindset that I'm looking on it. You know, things are going to work out. And so today's daily affirmation, I think, lines up um, with, you know, what I what I'm wanting to get across. So this daily affirmation is this is my season to produce. This is my season to bring it forth. So in the name of Jesus, you know, I told y'all I say it how I say it when I'm in the mirror. So in the name of Jesus, I speak to every gift, every talent, dream, prophetic vision, and strategy. I command it to break through. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. And so you may think, how is this going to be your season to produce and bring it forth when you just said it's a tough season? Our season, whether it be tough or, or a good season, we're basking basking in that moment, it's always going to be the season to produce and bring it forth. 
always being able to get stronger, wiser, and really achieve our dreams, our goals, and our visions that God has laid on our hearts. You know, we may not see the fruits of that labor in a tough season, but things are happening. And so really, you know, this is encouragement for me, just a reminder for myself, but I know it's touching someone out there as well. We we have to stop beating ourselves up about things that aren't working out. And just realize that God's plan for our life is unfolding. We may not see it right now, but it's happening, you know. So, you know, we we may say, why is so-and-so? Don't worry about so-and-so. You worry about you and your path, you know what I'm saying? And even I have to say that to myself as well. But, you know, there's no such thing as messing up or, you know, there's no such thing as missing out or, you know, those mistakes that are happening. There's no such thing as, you know, this this can't be, this can't be because what's meant for you cannot miss you. You know, you, you think you should be hitting a certain point. It's not your 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 turn yet. So really just want to give you that encouragement just to remain focused, keep that faith and keep believing in God. You know, he has not forgotten about us. Just believe that we are in alignment with what God has set forth for our lives. Now, I didn't come on here to preach. So let me take a deep breath, y'all. <laughs> but really just feeling it um, right now and just want to encourage people that are listening. But let's get into today's topic from the video that I'm about to play. Can you guys guess what career we're going to be talking about today? We agreed on Northwestern. Did you even know she applied to Georgetown? I helped her fill out the application. What? Today, I have the honor and privilege to interview Gia Tajay, and she is doing amazing things. She's been featured in Essence. She's been on 11 Alive and other different platforms because she is the founder of All Things College. Um, she is an entrepreneur here in the Atlanta area. So everyone, welcome Gia to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, girl. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited because you, you're doing a lot. So I definitely <laughs> want to learn more. Um, and I know people who are going to be listening, they're going to definitely enjoy this. So now I know All Things College is a service-based company. Um, but could you just kind of start off letting the listeners know a little bit about your business and what you offer? Yes, I would absolutely love to. So all Things College is actually, so, okay. All Things College advocates for quality education by informing both the parent and the student on the importance of college readiness, standardized test prep, and scholarships and college readiness. So essentially it's to ensure an increase in minority economic growth and college retention rates. But All Things College was always a business. It, was, it wasn't even All Things College until almost two years ago. So I actually started it when I was a freshman in high school and my initiative term business really just kind of soared because I used to host um, tutoring sessions, opportunities for like my peers and I to get together and study different materials to prep for the ACT and the SAT and we would do research on college. And so I just found that I was always eager to learn about college and I had peers who were also eager and didn't know which direction to go in or even how to approach the college admissions process. So it started off as a really intimate group at Panera Bread. I will never forget my first class was like four people. 
then we grew to like seven people and then it was 12. And then before I knew it, I was using my mom's office and renting out the library because we just had such like a demand for people to want to learn about college readiness. So yeah. Wow. That's really amazing because I think for you to have that idea and kind of get that started in high school, that's a big thing. Cause I, especially freshman year, um, I know a lot of times students, mainly me when I was in high school, I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about that. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm getting my first little taste of freedom. I got the school. Like yeah. I, I was not thinking anything about college. So kind of, you know, what was your journey in preparing for college? I know you graduated in 2019. So, you know, for you to start these intimate group sessions, what was your journey in preparing for college? So that is a really great question. And you would probably laugh at the idea of a freshman in high school, like coaching seniors and juniors in high school. Um, But genuinely, I just wanted the opportunity to learn the process myself, but then also share with my friends who needed help. Um, And my journey was, it was, it was difficult. Like my very first test score on the ACT was a 19. And yes, the highest out of an out of the ACT is a 36. No, actually, my first score was like a 14 or a 15. And then I took it again. And then I got a 19. And then I was like, okay, something got to give. Like at that point, I was a junior in high school, like seriously considering top schools across the nation. And it was getting serious. And so I devoted almost two years of prep for the ACT. I was in endless tutoring working like extra time with my teachers. I went to an ACT SAT prep at Georgia Tech. So I just really devoted a lot of my time to getting ready for those tests because I knew that I knew that my GPA like it wasn't going to go up very much. At the time, I had like a 3.2 when I was applying for school. So if I if I wanted to go to like Spelman, Stanford, um these kind of schools, I knew that I had to get something up and it was my scores. And so in addition to like being an entrepreneur within high school, I knew that that will also set me apart, but I still needed something statistical because that's like, that's that's typically the main way that admissions counselors accept you into their school. So I was like, okay, if I'm serious about going to these schools, I got to really study. I have to put the time in and learn this material so that way I can position myself for success. Um, And then from there, I studied, I studied, I studied. And then my last test score was a 29. So after almost two years of like so much hard work, it was so rewarding. Like I was crying. I remember opening that test score on the CT website and I literally called my mom and I was crying and I got down on my knees and I was like, thank you, Jesus, because it was just, oh, that was such a, that was a long time ago, but I remember it like yesterday. Yeah, no, that's amazing. It's it's really nice to see when, you know, all the hard work you've been putting in, when you feel like, oh, I can't keep doing this. Like yeah. when it, when it pays off is yes, I, I totally understand. That's, that's really a, a huge jump, you know, from your first score to, to then. So mm-hmm. um, I am curious. I know that you're, I think you graduate college 2023 um and you currently attend Spelman yes Yes. so 
how was it like, you know, once you got your score, your ACT score, you know, you're, you're feeling good about going to mm-hmm. school. What was it like applying for these different um, schools? I know you received like four, five full rides. So what was that process like in, in choosing your uh, college? Yes. So that is another great question. And I applied to 18 schools two of which were HBCUs, um, Spelman and Howard. And ironically, like those were the two that I was deciding between when it was time to like get closer to where I was committing to. Um, And that process was also another very long process. Um, Out of the 18 schools, I was accepted to nine and out of the nine, I received five full rides. So out of those, I was like obviously considering the full rides because Although I have five full rides, I had also four partial scholarships from the nine. So I went on like a college world tour to really touch, see, smell, taste these campuses to see where I would best fit in and like thrive. I believe that I would thrive anywhere, but what what place or what campus would help me thrive most natural? So that was something that I was like really eager to figure out. Um, And then I went to Spellbound and I just, I fell in love. Like I was never looking at Spellman because I'm from New Orleans, but I grew up in Georgia. So I was like, nah, I wanna go, wanna go away, go far. Like I literally toured so many schools in California because I just had my heart set on California. And I went to (laughs) Cali, New York, Pennsylvania, Florida, like literally everywhere just to stay in Georgia. So I say that to say that I'm very happy like with my decision because I've been able to have so many opportunities at Spelman, especially as a student entrepreneur. So I'm, I just know like it was nothing but the grace of God that helped me make that decision and to even be in this position to like see the results of all of the hard work that I put in when I was a senior in high school. Yes, I love it. And I'm glad you already, already brought it up because I, I don't know. I just really now I'm starting to learn how to, you know, appreciate and recognize the things that we're doing we're constantly on the go whether it's business school personal life work life like we're just always on the go and we never take the time to actually acknowledge um you know all the accomplishments and so you've been doing pretty good things at Spelman I, I know you've been acknowledged for a couple of things um the youngest philanthropist all time yes. so you kind of just take some time just kind of shout yourself out for all the things that you've been doing since you've been in college yes oh my gosh okay so i'm just very grateful to attend a school like spelman because the students at spelman are very supportive of me and like everything that i'm currently doing as a student so i i'm like i'm just really grateful for that support system and just to be a student at an hbcu because I don't know, an HBCU education is just so valuable in my opinion because like, it just shows you the beauty of what it means to be black and to be a black student, to be a black woman in this world. And so that's something that I'm really grateful for, especially growing up going to like almost all predominantly white high schools and just schools throughout my entire life. So since being at Spelman, I most recently, I participated in this program called HBCU Market Madness, which is a program through Goldman Sachs where they um, allow HBCU students between sophomore and year, junior year, participate in like a four month program. And then at the end of the program, you have the opportunity to pitch 
um, a business or like have a pitch competition and mm -hmm. the first place winner receives a $1 million grant for their school. So my team, we were called the GS Dream Team. So Goldman Sachs Dream Team. And we kind of coined that name. Like everyone knows us at the firm as like the dream team. So that's pretty cool. And like, I came up with that name. So I feel very like happy that people still know <laughs> and like they yeah. still recognize it and acknowledge it. But because we won one, because we won first place, we were able to win $1 million for our school, which then Spelman named us the youngest philanthropist ever. So that was like huge. Um, and then with the $1 million grant, we, my team and I, we advocated for scholarships. So the grant will actually fund 50 scholarships for any future Spelmanites. So I'm very passionate about like higher education and graduating debt-free to not only like help yourself, but to just change the, the dynamic of that person's entire family and like to almost essentially break generational curses. So I was thrilled when we found out that the grant will fund scholarships for future students. Um, and then from the program, I was able to land an internship this summer there. So I'm very grateful for like that program. It taught me a lot of finance and like just kind of broadened my interest in it. Mm -hmm. So doing that, um, I'm also, I hold a few leadership positions at school. And what else? When I was a freshman, I was named like the Spelman freshman of the year. So that kind of let me know I was on a good track to like, you know, leave my mark at school. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It it really shows how, you know, age is not the the big factor. I think a lot of people and I, I actually read a book probably like a month and a half ago and it was called The Defining Decade. And so it was just kind of talking about like, let's not wait till you're in your late twenties, early thirties to start trying to establish things for your life. Like we always think we have all the time in the world. And so it's really refreshing to hear someone, you know, who has a passion to, you know, help people get to higher education, find better study habits and, and go to school yeah. debt free at such a young age. So it's, it's really refreshing because once you, which I'm going to be watching your progress, girl, because you are you, you doing it. But, yeah. you know, just to see where you are now and, it, you know, it's, is no cap on where you can go. So it's, it's really awesome to hear at such a young age. Now, because you're still in school, you have this full-time business, you mm -hmm. are organizations and you, you're busy. So, you know, <laughs> what do you do for self-care? You know, what's a typical day like for you and how do you balance it all? Yes. Oh my gosh. Such, such great questions. <laughs> so, yes. Like I... I am always busy, like you said, and I think I try to find a balance just by understanding what allows me to kind of like fill up my cup and what brings me joy. And so during the pandemic, that was when I started to like really just focus on florals and like flower arrangements. And I'm very grateful because since then, like a lot of people have reached out to me to create personalized bouquets for them which then led to another business venture but ideally it started off as a way for me to just just like stop time and pause and just kind of you know like relish in the moment and just be present so I find a lot of joy in just like gardening 
flowers, spending time with family. I love spending time with my family and I have two younger sisters. So if I'm not at school or like at a business conference or at an internship, I'm with them. <laughs> um, and what else? I, I really just enjoy like working. Mm, no, I don't enjoy working out, but I, I'm trying to, you know, start working out and like, like it. But honestly, self-care just kind of looks different for me every time. Like sometimes I'll just stay at home, read a book, watch a movie. It really just kind of depends on what my body needs in that moment or what I feel will allow me to have the most like relax, relaxing day. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that you said that because I think a lot of times, and it's probably just because social media, TikTok, Instagram, every time mm -hmm. some word self-care, it's like, okay, yeah, I need to get my nails done, hair done, and just yeah. look like a complete baddie. But, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not all about that because, yeah, it's going to make you look good, you know, physically on the outside. But I think mm -hmm. self-care is something where you have to attack, you know, emotionally, mentally, because we're constantly doing so much. So thank you for, yes, no, you know, not to say it's a bad thing to get your hair, your nails done, but actually getting to the root of taking care of yourself. That's, that's yes. what it's all about. I had yes. a conversation with a friend, like, I think probably like two weeks ago, um, and we were just talking about like, yeah, what does self-care mean? And, you know, I kind of had somewhat of the same answer as you. I was like, well, you know, lately, like my self-care, I, I take myself out to restaurants, you know, and I'll just sit there by myself, be, you know, completely with myself. Or maybe, you know, I just want to go on a walk. I've been in the house working from home, so I, you know, have to get out try to balance my time so it's like you know just going out for a 30 minute walk that 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 did something for me so that's thank you thank you <laughs> i was just gonna say to that point like i love being in nature and so just like you said going on walks just sitting there and just being present like it just it makes the world calm you know and i think with so much chaos around in the world it's important to take those times to just slow down breathe and just like just be present and try to hear God, you know? Yes. And I think that uh, to each its own, however, you know, you find self-care, just peace within yourself. Yeah. But we, we don't tend to live in those moments and be present. Um, I think that's something that I'm starting to focus on now. And so I think it's this this thing where we're trying to always compete with, with time and try to get mm -hmm. our best foot forward and drop these videos businesses and and that's totally fine but just just the balance so that's that's something i think our generation has to work on because it's not yeah. just all about it you know you have to have a purpose i think not i think you you have to have a purpose god is going to give you a purpose to do something in life and so you know let's not try to rush it you know and i think because people are trying to rush it so much we, we're not taking that time to really be present with ourselves. And so that's that's awesome that you're able to find that that balance with having such a busy life. Um, right. Now, I am curious to just kind of switch it over a little bit back to all things college. Mm -hmm. You've helped over 2,000 students and counting um, yes. to pursue um, and secure a debt-free degree. And so 
you know, there are other programs out there, other businesses, but what do you think allows you to stand out from other programs to help prepare students for college? Another great question. Come on with it. So (laughs) I pride myself on having realness and authenticity in my testimony. And so I think I can relate or a lot of students can relate to me because I think we've all been there where we got an F on a test, where we failed horribly and thought like it wasn't going to look up. So I think having the ability to start so low and make the commitment to work hard and to really understand what your goals on and how to actively work toward that in an intentional way. I think that's why I've been able to have so much success in my journey and in on this entrepreneurship journey, because people relate to it. They appreciate the realness. They appreciate the struggle. And I have like, I have this saying, fail fast, fail, fail hard, fail forward, which essentially means like the quicker you fail, sooner you realize that you can keep going like you can keep keep at your mark feel fast feel hard like the hard is like rock bottom so you know that it's no you can't you won't go lower than that and it's only up from there and then feel forward like regardless of how many times you feel at this test at whatever it is you're working toward you still decide to keep going and so i think having that mentality has students to appreciate that and be like, oh my gosh, like how is she still so positive or still so optimistic, even though people said she was never gonna amount to anything. People said, oh, like, why are you even looking at schools like Stanford? You're not gonna get in, you're not even gonna get above a 22. So I think, I truly think having that mindset is why I've been able to attract such like an appreciation for how I approach this or approach life. Yes. Oh my God. I recently, I think a a theme for all the the interviews that I've done recently is just kind of that, that failure word. Um, I've Mm -hmm. talked to a few people where it's like, yeah, you know, we see on social media, all the good things, no one shows the comments or the struggles or, you know, the fact that okay, I failed at this one thing and they either stop at that moment or don't take the time to kind of think, why did this, why did this fail? What did I do wrong? What should I do differently? And they just completely stop. Then we get Mm -hmm. stuck in these patterns and these moves where we feel like we're not doing a lot or doing what we want to do, but you have to continuously keep trying. I talked to someone um, last month um, and they attempted at their business four times in in the span of six years and now she she's making six figures in in one month so it's just crazy to to keep hearing that failure word and the fact that you haven't given up that you're constantly moving forward so that's I I love it that's just another confirmation but yes yes girl now I am curious because you you brought up a point where you like to just be authentic and that's how you're able to stand out. Now, mm-hmm. from my research, <laughs> I I saw that you had your first taste of entrepreneurship with the business. I think it was with hair, pretty hair. Yeah, pretty okay. Hair. okay. So when did you actually start that? 
Yes, that is, girl, you are on it with the questions. <laughs> I try, I try. <laughs> with Pretty Hair Posse, that was my very first business. And it started when I was 15 years old. So at the time I was really struggling like with my self-esteem and just confidence. Um, and it stemmed from me not being able to grow my hair. And um, I was taking this hair product for about a year before I like I knew that it worked. And at the time they were offering the company was allowing people to sell that product. So I started my business, Pretty Hair Posse, and I was selling this hair supplement, which essentially helped your hair grow. And I just saw like I saw such a tremendous growth within my hair and I just wanted to share with other people, but then also to teach them that you can find beauty in your natural hair and you don't have to change like how you look to feel, be to feel beautiful. And so that was like the mission behind it. But then the purpose was to teach other students who were in high school, in college, wherever they were, start your own business. So that way you don't have a reason to not afford to go to college. So the purpose was start your business and that way you learn money management, money skills, finance skills. Now, then I was like, what, five, six years ago? Wow, that was so long ago. Um, but the purpose was to help students build their own confidence within their beauty, but then also teach them really valuable life skills that could potentially set them up for success in college. So that's pretty hair posse is actually like my segue into all things college because i realized while i love hair i just have more of a passion to help students change their entire narrative like of their family through higher education so i'm actually really happy that you brought up pretty hair posse because if it wasn't for that first business there would be no all things college Yes, I love that. And just the fact that you said it was the segue into what you're doing now, I think, and this kind of goes back to that failure, um, that we we think that we have to do something completely different or something just so out of this world to stand out. But I feel like just based off what you said, you know, you have to start with the foundation and your foundation has been the same since you were 15. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, being able to help people get to pretty much a, a higher place. You know, it was beginning with, you know, hair and supplements, but now you're helping people with school, preparing for college and being able to have a, a life that they would truly desire. So I think that foundation that you, you know, stood upon this whole time is what's really, you know, allowing you to grow and stand out even more from, you know, just being authentic and really just putting your all into it. So that's, I, that's awesome. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yes, you are doing amazing things. And, you know, all of this while you're still in school, that's, that's the part that I, that I'm still stuck on. I'm like, I was talking to my mom and she's like, who are you interviewing today? And then when I told her, I was like, yeah, I was like, mom, she's like, she's still in college. Like, oh remember what I was doing in college? Like, I was just ready to graduate. I was just doing the work and just trying to get on. Like, yes. it's just really, really amazing. And the fact that you're, I think really why we're put on this earth is to mm -hmm. serve. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of people forget that mm -hmm. key part, which is the main, most important part, you know? Yeah. And so when you talk to different people and you, you know, like, why did you start this business or why did you do this? And, and it's a hard question for them. They're 
really not able to understand or help me understand why they started you know what they're what they're doing and I think it just goes back to that remember why and so I'm curious to know you know as far as this being very tech social media driven as far as our generation you know what are your thoughts about people wanting to start a business just because they're either looking for fast money notoriety like what are your thoughts about that I think I think in the world that we live in people glamorize entrepreneurship and while it is a very rewarding journey it takes a lot of hard work and I come from a family of entrepreneurs so I've I've seen I've seen it all, you know, I've seen people within my family start from literally ground zero. And because of their hard work, their faith, their persistence, and like just literally stepping out on faith and trusting God, like they have been able to see amazing results, but that takes time. And so I think within our generation or like with the world currently, people have a misconception, like this this is not a get rich quick, scheme like if you're not passionate about it people are going to be able to tell and you're just you're going to be like oh my gosh what am I doing wrong but it's because your heart is not in it and so I think as long as you have a real desire to make change and impact those around you like whether it's one person two people 100 people like as long as you just have that real fire within you to make a difference regardless of how that looks then you'll, you'll, you'll understand that it's not even about you. Like it's about serving as you said. So yeah. Listen, it's Sunday and you just out here preaching girl. What? what? <laughs> yes. I love it. You are dropping gems. Yes. Amazing advice. And I, I hope for the people that are listening, like really take that in and, and hone in on that as, as you move forward. So that's awesome. Now, since you are, you know, approaching that graduation year, what are your plans, you know, after college and what are you actually, what's your, your degree in? What, what are your plans around that? Yes. So I will be graduating May, 2023. I'm so excited. Um, I'm getting my degree in economics. So what am I doing after that? I want to travel. I want to travel, relax and just see the world. I will be starting somewhere full-time in the fall. I'm just not aware just yet. So yeah, ideally it's just to relish in the moment and appreciate my hard work. Um, I told myself that I'm dedicating my spelman degree to my family because literally it takes a village and I would not be here if it was not from them or if it wasn't for them. So yeah, I'm, I'm just really excited to see where this last, year this last stage of senior year in college takes me yes i love it i love it now we've only been able to talk in a short amount of time but that just means that everyone that's listening you guys need to check her out so <laughs> can you let everybody know where they can find all things college your social media um and then we we didn't get to talk about it much but your floral boutique so let everyone know where they can find you Yes, of course. Well, thank you again so much for having me. This has literally been amazing. But everybody, please check me out. My personal page is at my life is Gia. 
my college readiness business, all, all Things College. You can find me at All Things College GT. All Things College GT. And my floral boutique, Gigi's Floral Boutique, we are based out of Atlanta, but soon expanding. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, and yes, I'm just so excited for the future and I can't wait to collaborate again. Yes, I love it. And I wish you nothing but continued success. Like you, you really are doing amazing things. And so I just wish you nothing but the best. Graduation coming up is going to come so quick. And you're going to be like, dang. All right, guys, so we made it to the end of this week's episode. Now, listen, I'm upset with my, my gold diggers, people that listen each week. Listen, I know y'all know some small businesses out there, small black businesses that, you know, you know of. Your friends may have something, a service, a product they offer. Please send me their information, even if it's one that I've repeated on my episode before. Please send me that business name, um, information that you will want me to share at the end of each episode. So you can send that information to my email, which is wearegoalinc at gmail.com. All right, guys, y'all, y'all got to send them through because I'm ready to shout out some businesses. Um, But thank you for tuning in and I will see you next week.